<laughs> so welcome back to Latino Free Minds. Um, the co-host Daniel, uh, my other co-host Danny is on uh, PTO. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's his wife's birthday, so you know I told him, you know, if you got to do some, hey, that's that's more important. Go this for is, it. This is yeah. You know, we like we like doing this podcast and all that, but you know, we we have jobs. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, you know. At this point, the the podcast isn't it's not like an income thing, right? We're kind of just doing it because we're trying to spread the word. Um, so we like doing it, but you know we have responsibilities at home, and you know at the end of the day, family family comes first, right? So you know, um, so he's he's doing that. Um, happy birthday to Gloria! Happy birthday! Uh, hope she has many many more, and I'm sure she'll listen to this. Um, so, but yeah, he's, he's out doing that right now. we got a guest co-host, uh, my boy, Christian. How you doing, Christian? Doing good, man. Made it through the winter of death. So I'm doing good, right? You made it. <laughs> yeah, you're, still, you're still kicking, right? Touch my home. Oh man. But, um, no, it's, uh, it's been a crazy, uh, you know, week, week. Two years. It feels every week feels like two years, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the stuff me and Danny just talked about on the last episode, it's like by the time we hit this one, it's like completely different things. But we've been talking about recently is you know, it's kinda like the same playbook. Um, you know, it, it's now you're you're back to the same gun control talk, right? Because obviously uh the shooting happened in Nashville and we can get into that. But, you know, it's all political knee jerk reactions that are part of the same playbook, which is, you know, trying to to ban guns. Right. Right. Trying to punish law abiding citizens for the actions of just a crazy person. Right. Now, yeah. And, you know, shout out, shout out to Danny, you know, big shoes to fill for, you know, the show right now. But, you know, I have heard him talk about it, you know, the just how vicious the news cycle is and how from here to tomorrow, it's just a whole different thing. You know, something something pops up or, you know, it's just it's it's crazy right now. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So obviously we have the the shooter in, in, in Nashville. Honestly, I didn't even bother to look up her name because mm-hmm. um, it was a her. But you got that whole other aspect of her identifying as a man. Um, and, you know, I think t- I don't, to me personally, it's not a gun issue. I think it's a, it's a mental issue. Right. And for someone to, to do that, right. To, to have it cross their mind. Oh, I'm going to go shoot a school or I'm going to sh- shoot kids, right. right. Kids at a school. Uh, it's something more than just, because I know people are are trying to say, especially the 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 trans community, it's like, well, we're we're oppressed or we're basically, you know, like, like they're victims, right? But you know, to me, it's more than that. It's like something's wrong with someone mentally, regardless of, you know, to me, that's a whole another mental issue. Um, regardless of that, like for you to process that in your mind and actually pull through or follow through with it, it is a whole. It's a whole nother issue that doesn't get addressed, right? Like I was saying, it's automatically 
blame the, the gun is blamed, right? And we all know that a gun on its own won't shoot anybody. It takes a crazy person to actually go shoot somebody. So what do, what do, what do you think about the whole Nashville shooting? Yeah, well, you know, I it's just it's terrible, right? The whole the whole thing is just it's it's sad to see, especially in these times. But you know, I just think um, she's you know you're you're always walking on a tightrope, right? And you mm-hmm. know you might even find yourself like right now, but you know he, he it's just it's crazy. Be- yeah, it's crazy because like I think. It doesn't. It doesn't fit the agenda, right? Uh, well, in a sense, it does, and then it doesn't. It fits the agenda, and you know the school shooting aspect of it, but then it doesn't because the shooter, right? right. I'm sure if it was a, if it was a white male, which I mean, if they believe all that liberal logic, wouldn't it be a white male? So, in a sense, their weird world, it does fit their narrative. You know what I mean? Right. It's not the the suspect everybody everybody thought, you know. They they were expecting yeah. somebody and it turns out, you know, it's one of them. It, it yeah, it falls like on somebody that you know, is basically part of their agenda. And so, you know, it's crazy because if if it would have been reversed, if it would have been a quote-unquote Christian went and shot up some LGBTQ school, whatever, right? Could you imagine like the outrage that there been? You think Joe Biden would have opened up a press conference that he was going to speak about and start making jokes about ice cream and good looking kids in the back, which is kind of weird, but it's just not a good look. It's not a good look. And it's especially, you know, you hear all these arguments of like what it can be, you know, maybe it was too much testosterone. They love to say, you know, too much testosterone, you know, or too little Mm -hmm. or, you know, but, you know, there's a difference between all that and, you know, maybe, you know, a hormonal imbalance, something where she, she or he, honestly, they, they're going through it, you know, we're expecting yeah. them to be all right and to handle guns and, you know, and, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Because the, the thing they'll tell you is like, oh, you know, we need background checks and this and that. But it's like, you can't just go pick up a gun. Like there are background checks. Mm-hmm. And until someone has done something crazy, a background check isn't going to stop anything. You know what I mean? So, which has been the case with some of these shooters. Uh, Other shooters have been on FBI list. They've been watching them. And somehow they pass a background check, which to me is like the FBI is, you know, I I don't think they've had like the worst streak possible just all around. I think everything the FBI has been involved in has just sucked. Um, You know, most active, most shooters were already being watched by the FBI or the FBI FBI knew about them. And somehow they're able to pass uh, background checks. And that to me is like, how, how is that allowed? Right. If, if these people are really about that and they have people that are questionable, you know, I don't know, or maybe it's one of those things where if those people didn't break laws, then yeah, what, what is the FBI going to do, right? But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just find it odd that they know all these people 
that are doing these shootings. Right. And it's, you know, it's the fight with these, the, the alphabet, the agencies, right? The CIA, the FBI, there's no talk or there is too much talk amongst them, you know, and it's, you know, once you start talking about, you know, making provisions on guns and who can buy them and when you can buy them, you know, that's, you know, we got the second amendment for a reason. And Mm -hmm. when those government agencies try to start overreaching because we, they want us to feel safe when they're around, you know, that's, that's where I have my issue. You know, I think Mm -hmm. everybody should be responsible for themselves and, you know, take care of themselves, you know, Um, the, the, the constant argument of, you know, why, why do you need a gun? Why do you need 15 rounds? Why do you need 30 rounds? I mean, all those questions go out the window as soon as, you know, you find yourself in a case where you need it. And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, now I know why I need 15. Now I know why I need a handgun in the first place, you know, and it's, yeah. you know, they, they pin us down. And, you know, as long as, you know, big government's got my back, you know, that's that's what they want me to hope for. And that's what uh, I think it was either yesterday or today. Biden was giving a, a speech and that's exactly he was saying. He was saying like, well, why do these weapons of war? Right. That's the that's the war terminology they use. These are weapons of war. And it's like, you know, we can't get a machine gun. We can't get this or that. So it's like, why are these still allowed? And it's like, well, you know, Danny had had said about it when we were talking about the Second Amendment a while ago It's because the government has it. And the Second Amendment isn't for hunting and isn't for none of that. It's for a tyrannical government. So if the government has these weapons, the citizens should be able to have those weapons as well. Because when, you know, if you want to say when shit hits the fan, you know, we the people have to be able to fight back. Right. Right. And then we get into that whole from the stuff in the past when they said, well, what's what's the AR-15 going to do with this jet? Right. It's like, okay, it's exactly why I need the AR-15. Exactly. why I need the jet. jet. (laughs) So, yeah, exactly. Like that. He said, if I could afford a tank or a jet. Yeah. Like I'm getting one and and, and I'm going to use it. Amen. And go ahead. Ah. Sorry to cut you off, but you know, I just and it's funny that we're talking about it because I just finished watching. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if you noticed that uh, they got a new Waco docu docu series on Netflix. Okay, I just finished it yesterday, and you know, it's all about this government, uh, you know, overreach. You know, where they mm-hmm. they they hear something and it's like they they go leaps and bounds, right? Um, I think something like uh, there's 80 people living on that compound. Maybe 60 adults died and 20 kids died, you know, so there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, you know, but yeah, I think that was, uh, was it the FBI? Yeah, it was the or... FBI and the ATF. So you got the ATF, okay. you know, alcohol and tobacco and they're there and, you know, they had that, that whole mishap on Ruby Ridge, you know, mm. and also heard about a guy that had a sawed off shotgun. And, you know, when they went to go investigate, they ended up killing his son, his dog, and his wife, you know, and shooting him as well. And then a couple years later, maybe less, uh, you have the incident in Waco, you know, and it was, you know, it was all these things that they heard that they had um, machine guns. Mm. And it's like, okay. And then they also heard that there was maybe, you know, that they were, um, there was, uh, they were taking advantage of the kids. David Koch, wow. the the cult leader, you know, which was which was true that there was some standings, but I mean, 
you go in there with the plan to save all those kids, and then mm-hmm. 20 of them die burning? 20, 26. I'm looking at the number right now. 26 kids died. Um, 82 in all. Oh, 28 were children. Yeah. Took 51 days. Yeah, a stand down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole the whole thing with them was that they had uh, machine guns. So mm-hmm. they were able to hold the ATF off, you know, yeah. if, if Biden wants to talk, you know. They were able to hold off the ATF with just machine guns. They had 50 cows, you know, and then what did they have to do with the, what the FBI, FBI brought in uh, Sherman tanks? They brought mm. in all kinds of things. They started gassing them. And I think in one of the scenes, he's telling any spoilers, right? He tells yeah. them, you know, um, we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to gas you. He tell, they tell the FBI in the compound, we're going to gas you, but this is yeah. not an assault. And then the tank comes in and crushes the, the compound. So it's like, all right, you know, you're covering yourself up, you know, but at the end of the day, how many kids died, you know, when your mission was to save them? Yeah. Overreach. I think they burnt, they ended up, the building ended up burning, right? Yeah. But- so what, what was the issue, you know, was it, what was it to save was lives just- or was it just, was there a different agenda for the ATF? Did they feel you know, defeated and hard-headed to, to, to let go of them. You know, it was, you know, terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's why, you know, events like that or, or just how the government talks, right. That's what people don't, don't trust the government. They don't trust these agencies. There's, there's other motives, right. We're like I said about the FBI, like I don't trust the FBI right now. I don't trust that anything that they're doing isn't have an agenda or isn't partisan to a political group. You know, they should be straight down the middle. Hey, the law is the law. The constitution is the constitution and that's what it is. But, you know, I, I don't, I don't see that from them. And, and, you know, and then just to kind of on the shooting is the, the way liberals think, right. So there's a couple things on the on the shooting. The way liberals think is words are violence, right? So if we want to compare January 6th, they said that whatever Trump was saying that day is what caused that violence, right? Even though if you watch the video, if you listen to it, if you read his tweets, none of his tweets, none of his videos actually tell people to be violent. He's telling people to go home. He's telling people to be peaceful. Um, and then you have, for example, that, that actress, what was her name again? Sorry, I forgot. Uh, James Fonda. James Fonda. So, yeah. So she was on the view with those other very brilliant women. Um, so she's on there and I believe they were talking about abortion. Right. And, you know, I think they were asking her how she would solve it or some, something somewhere along those lines. And then she mentions, uh, that she's thought about murder. So in other words, Killing pro-lifers. Pro-lifers, right? yeah, she mentioned. Murder. So, would you say Christians are pro-lifers? Predominantly. Right? Yeah, so would you say this shooter technically did what James Fonda said? Like, if words are violence and incitement and all that, right. um, wouldn't her speech, based on their standards, you know, mean normally, I, I mean, hey, what she said was, it's completely, what do you call it? Unrelated, like unattached to this event, right? right? But 
if that's the standard that they want to uphold, doesn't she bear some responsibility based on the standards she's setting for everybody else? Right. I mean, she said it on a huge platform. I mean, how many, how many people listen to the view, right? How many people pay, you know, use the view as their, their, the main source of news. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, yeah. You know, whatever Whoopi says, you know, goes and it's, it's sad to say, but you know, it's that, that's how the media has us right now. You know, we're so divided. Everything is just so divided that, you know, we all have our own beliefs, but some things are just written plain, right? Yeah. You can't be saying that stuff on TV and expect to get away with it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, I'm just saying like, if, if they want to have that standard and, that's how they want to hold people to it. Well, why doesn't that standard apply to them? Yeah, get ready right? for it to come, you know, come back towards you. So, you know, just just the thing, like me personally, again, I know it's, she said that a few weeks ago. She probably, does, she doesn't know this person, I'm, I'm sure. But again, I'm just showing what standard they have set for everybody right. else. Right. That where if words are violence or what you say incites violence, then... Hey, you know, it's you quote unquote, you should bear some of that responsibility yeah. if that's the, the, the world you want to live in. I'm gonna walk but you know, but they won't. Yeah. They won't. She'll probably just say, um, you know, oh, I was just saying that kind of like it was just like a like a random comment, kinda like a joke, right? I was just like a jest. And to me, you know, it's really hard to take it as a joke because they the other, whatever their names are, they try to tell her, hey, I hey, relax, you know? And she <laughs> kept that face. Yeah, she kept going. She said murder, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's going to be hard to rebuttal after that, you know, mm-hmm. whether, you know, it sounded like you meant it. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And and so, you know, that's kind of one of the things I thought of. The other thing was, um, you know, the the press secretary, right, for Katie Hobbs. I think she had tweeted out after the shooting. So it wasn't like she did it before. And it's just coincidentally, the shooting happened. It's like the shooting happened. Then she tweets out, uh, which is, let me me pull it up right here. She tweeted out something about when we see, what did she say? Us when we see transphobes. So let's. So you got right here. So she tweets out a, is it, is it called a GIF or a GIF? Either or, I say GIF. GIF, yeah, GIF. That's what I'll say. So Jocelyn Berry, shout out to very smart lady. She tweeted out after the shooting, us when we see trans folks, and it's a lady that's picking up two guns. So when the when the GIF is moving, you know, it's she's pointing two guns at, you know, the direction in front of her. And she is the press sec or was because she uh I think she she ended up resigning, if I'm not mistaken. But this happened twelve hours after the shooting. So this is her way and their way of justifying killing Christians because Christians are quote unquote transphobes. Right. So in her mind, she's already demonstrated with that tweet in her mind. These six people that died. Is is justified. 
because maybe their beliefs. So then it goes into, well, if this trans, you know, shooter, whatever, that lady, right, that thinks she's a man, if she shot that Christian school because they're Christians and their beliefs, then does that mean this was a hate crime? And I'm going to say, yeah, it was, right? So the press secretary for the governor of Arizona just shows you the amount of hate they have to where a school gets shot up and that whole, you know, spiel they give about kids dying in school goes away. And it's like, oh, this is what happens when we see transphobes. It's it's disgusting, Daniel. I mean, you see you see it on Twitter and you see everybody. It's like almost like these these people and it's the same people spewing out this leftist stuff, you know, Um it's like they have these tweets on, on their drafts already, you know, kind of saved for the next school shooting, for the next mm-hmm. uh, breaking news or something. Because, I mean, the stuff that they put out, I saw another one, a uh, tweet that said um, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, you know, and still, again, making mm-hmm. fun of, you know, Christianity, making fun of, you know, you know, a tool that we use to thoughts and prayers again. Yeah. If you don't believe, yeah. if you want to go ahead and make fun of my sky god or whatever you want to call him, you know, but at the end of the day, you want me to 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 even fully accept your beliefs. Your, I mean, yeah. that's 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 gonna be hard. I don't know how. I don't know how we're gonna meet at at the middle when you won't even you know grant me that. You know, and especially you know so close, mm-hmm. so close. It's they, you said twelve hours, twelve hours. 12 hours. tweeting this. So okay, yeah. So that goes into kind of what I was saying before. It takes a special person. To type that up, think about it. First of all, think about it. Type it up. Look for the fuck the the gif, gif or whatever it's called. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that whole process to send that tweet out. It's like it takes a special person to say, "Yeah, I must send this." Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's. I think it's what you said it, it, is right. It goes into that because they won't grant us what they're so loud about you know what i mean like they want everybody to accept them accept what they're doing accept this that this and that but you tell them you know what my my faith my religion doesn't allow me to to you know fall in with that they won't give you that same respect that they're you know so angrily yelling about and and it's like the 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 NHL thing, right? I think you had uh, shown me that earlier with, you know, some lady was like, well, if the NHL player doesn't put on the flag, it's his job, the, the pride flag, it's, you know, he's playing for the team, he should wear the flag. And if he doesn't, that's, you know, he should get fired, lose his job right away, boom. And it's like, okay, lady, person, whatever. It's like, when your job tells you I'm pretty sure she's not going to like this. If her job ever told her, put on a MAGA hat, your job wants you to do it. You you, you think she's just going to be like, okay, is what you want me to do? Yeah. Like, no, she's not. She's not going to. She's, again, it's the, the standard they set, they can't live up to. And when it comes and it turns back to them, they're not going to like it. No, and the same thing, right? I mean, I wouldn't want somebody telling me I have to put a MAGA hat on, right? But it's like, right. you got to... Again, we're talking about that overreach. 
I remember them not liking when somebody got told, shut up and dribble, right? And that sounds a lot like shut up and dribble. And yeah. I just feel like, you know, you got, you got, we got to respect each other's beliefs. We can all get lost and we can get lost in the sauce. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, where's the nuance, the nuance conversation where I learn something off of you and you learn something mm-hmm. off of me. But no, the first thing is we always want to point, right? Kind of like the gift that mm-hmm. she has. She has two guns pointed at, you know, yeah. transphobe yeah. or whatever. But it reminds me a lot of, I don't know, growing up as a kid, Daniel, these little books, the ad lib books, right? Mm-hmm. Just put in whatever word and it's a crazy story. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do that with whatever phrase. Uh, the shooter was proud boy, was trans, was. Mm-hmm. Turns out anybody can be yeah. just a bad human being. Anybody, mm-hmm. anybody, not just one particular person, right? There's no correlation in that. It's always, you know, we got to find the root. Is it the guns? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. We've got guns. You've got guns. They're safe. They're not going nowhere. They're not jumping up and getting in my car and going somewhere and doing their deeds, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what's the root? What's the root? I, I'm, you've got, you know, you got your life together. I got my life together somewhat, you know? I think we're doing all right. <laughs> That's a different, yeah. you know? Yeah. Having on your head on straight. And if you need help, go get help. Find something else. But taking somebody's life, taking three lives, six, well, whatever, man. It's just not... Yeah, it go it goes to me, it goes to like, you know, just in general valuing valuing life. You know? Um we're dealing with people that are so extremely pro abortion where life is meaningless to them, right? And so when life becomes meaningless to you, it's like, okay, what what stops you from doing something crazy like that? Right, life has no, you know, it, it has no value yeah. to 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 your thought mm-hmm. process, and you know, the, some of the, the the most innocent among us are the babies in the womb, right? Because they're at the mercy of of the mother, and you know, because there, there are mothers that don't take care of themselves during pregnancy, and then you know, the babies end up with illnesses and or or whatever, but. You know, that's that's out of their control. Now, when you're adding, you know, abortion at pretty much any moment up until birth, it takes away the value of life. And and I think that's what's wrong with society, too, is is we're we're not giving life that value that it deserves. Right. So, you know, I, I think I think that that this whole woke agenda, this whole LGBTQ agenda, it's like, they got to do, they got to do a self check there. Cause they're, they're, they're running wild. This whole, uh, extreme leftist crap. Like it, it's, they need to, they need to get checked. Cause right now they're going and check. I was seeing something earlier. Uh, my wife was showing me some person was just, you know, trying to speak at the university of Virginia and, you know, they show up to her event and then they're just screaming like they don't even let her do her speech. Right. Because, again, if you want to hold to them to their standard, words of violence. So they, they go up into her speech, her event. And, you know, the people that are there to listen, because I'm sure there's people that are there that are, you know, consider themselves liberal that probably want her to be there, hear her side 
And like you said, have that nuanced conversation and see where in the middle or where they can agree, right? Or 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 if it's not disagree, at least come to an understanding. Okay, this is why you think that way, and then this is why I think this way, right? And you know, we can both think we're wrong, but we don't have to resort to all that shouting, shutting people down. You know, they yell at people. You know, they yell at her. They're yelling at her. She's a fascist, and it's like, well, you guys don't understand what you're doing is more fascist than her just freely speaking. Like that doesn't add up. I I, I don't know. What, what do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about you know suppression. It's mm-hmm. you know they're trying to quiet them down, but at the end of the day, you know, it's like if you don't have that conversation. We both leave hating each other even more, you know, and I'm not trying to be the guy that's in, you know, in the middle or anything, you know, because at the end of the day, I do believe you have to pick sides and it's whatever Mm -hmm. benefits you more, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not always 18. We're not always 22. We get older. You know, when I was 18, the first person I voted for was Obama. You know, Mm -hmm. would I do that again as a 30 year old? Maybe not, you know, and it's just. You know, everybody's everybody's finding their niche, and you know sometimes it's just we only see the extremes fighting, and you know mm-hmm. most of us are in the middle. I think there would be a lot of stuff you know that we can find and you know, um, you know, compare with, but that that whole agenda, you know, it, it's starting to seem insane. It's starting to seem insane, and it's they're they're lo- they're losing. People, I mean, I would imagine. I, I just anybody with common sense isn't just gonna sit by and be like, okay, yeah, that's 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 what I'm on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like like we've been talking about uh, in the past episodes. It's like people got to wake up. People got to see this stuff going on around them. It's not just us talking about it. It's like it's it's happening, right? And and we're not just saying things to say them. It's like there's actual proof of all this stuff happening that's it's just crazy, right? Because like I said a little bit ago, it's like how can you go shout at someone, shut down their event by calling them a fascist? And it's like you don't understand that you're being the fascist because you're shutting down free speech. It's like that's never going to – well. You know, for some, you know, I think it will. But for the, the, those people on the extreme, I don't think that's ever going to, you know, no, add not. up in their minds. <laughs> yeah. No. So, you know, it, it's 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 crazy. But, you know, I think that's why these conversations are needed. Yeah. People need to speak up more and, you know, not just allow these things to continue to happen. Right. Because like I was talking about that uh, University of Virginia thing, it's like. The police were there, but they were outside. You know what I mean? None of the school, like the dean or whatever, right? No one from the school went in there and like, hey, leave her alone. She's able to have this speech and whoever wants to be here to listen or have That's how they paid her. Yeah, like no one policed that or or made sure that that lady was was able to, to speak freely, right? And it's like. Like I'm saying, these people go unchecked. They're allowed to just run wild, shut whoever they want down. And 
and again, it's in the name of fighting fascism. Yeah. So, you know, that's what that's what Antifa is, right? Anti-fascist. But they're the ones doing all the the fascist, you know, yeah. the fascist things. The hammer and that sickle that they swing with the left hand. <laughs> with their Che Guevara shirt. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's just they uh, it. It's just dumb. They're, they're, they're just dumb. There's no way to put, there's no other way to put it. Um, but, you know, to kind of move on from that and kind of go back to the Nashville thing, it's like, you know, the, the whole, the way it was handled, right? When, when the police showed up, when you want to compare it to Uvalde. Oh man, shout out, Daniel. Give him a shout out. Give, give those two guys so, a shout out, man. Make sure we got they these- get their due. We got these two officers, and if and if I say their names wrong, you know, my bad. But this, this, is with, this is with all due respect. Men. Officer Rex Engelbert and Officer Ooh. Michael Colazzo. If I said that wrong, I'm sorry. But, like, as police officers, I know they got a tough job. And it's like they were getting fired at. You know, if you haven't seen the video, they were getting fired at. And they just went to it. They went straight to it. There was no wait and see what happens. There's no, you know, we all saw what happened in Uvalde. We saw the response. We saw the officers just chilling, getting hand sanitizer. Probably didn't try to catch COVID or nothing like that. Um, These two dudes just, they had a job. They knew there was kids in there. And they went and they did their job. Like, that's how it should be handled. Yeah. You know? Yeah, props to those guys. And you're talking about giving them credit, right? You're saying that they ran, you know, towards the fire. And I'm seeing guys like, you know, Tim Kennedy, You, they say you always run, you know, towards, towards the fire. But, you know, we got to, again, realize what they did, you know, running towards the fire. I've been told by somebody I may know <laughs> that's been shot at. They said... Mm-hmm. It's hard to even run, even if you have a gun on you. It's hard to even pick yourself up and start running when you hear gunshots. You know, and yeah. these guys are, are running into the line of fire, you know, and they 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 stop something from, you know, becoming bigger, unnecessarily bigger. Yeah, for sure. And and you know, good good for them, you know, good for for just, you know, taking action and and you know I'm sure this is something they do every day is, you know, every time they go to work, I'm sure they're, they know they're putting their life on the line. Right. And with the, the recent rhetoric towards police, you know, in the, in the, in the recent years, it's like, I'm sure it's not easy for them to, to do their job when they're constantly disrespected or, you know, it's an important job, but no one, you know, no, they don't get that respect. Right. That they maybe don't they don't see that gratitude nationally where you go, okay, yeah, a cop is just trying to protect the community, you know, trying to keep us safe from from you know all these crazy things from happening. So, you know, the way these two officers responded, you know, they did their job, they put themselves in harm's way, but you know, they did they did things, you know, the right way and got the job done. It's like you know, much respect to them because we never know, right? We never know what would have happened if they would have done the same thing as the officers in Uvalde did, right? right? If they would have 
if they would have stopped and waited for instructions, you know, it's like when, when, when a situation like that happens, you know, I feel like if you're, if you're an officer, you're in there, that's, that's what you signed up for. Right. Hopefully you don't lose your life. Hopefully you do exactly what these two guys did, but you know, that is part of your job. And, and if they would have just allowed that person in there and not confronted that person immediately, who knows mm-hmm. how many other people would have been killed? Yeah. So shout out to know, them. Shout out to them uh, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, move, moving on to another topic. Something I saw. Uh, I think it was was it yesterday or today? I think it was yes. Was it? Let me check. I think it was yesterday. Um. Yeah, March twenty eighth. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, they had a uh, Mallorca. Right there at the, uh, they kind of had him at a like a Senate hearing, and you know they were asking him questions about the the border, uh, and, and if you haven't looked at you know haven't seen it, uh, there was part where Ted Cruz was questioning him. Oh, he was grilling him, and he was grilling him right, and you know I think the <clears throat> when he was asking him about the bracelets, he's like, you know what this is, and you know the guy responds no. And, you know, Ted Cruz explains it to him and it's like, it's, it's a shame you don't know, you know, what these bracelets mean. It's basically, you know, the price the cartel has on these people and the amount of trafficking, the kids, the women that get raped and all that. And it's like, that's the part. So as a, as a Mexican, right, as a Latino, that's the part where other people that are that are so woke about or so against border control and all that stuff. It's like that's what they got to understand. Like if we just leave an open border, all it's going to do is put other people that are trying to get here in bigger danger and the only people that are going to profit and gain from that are the bad guys. You know? And I, I I just for the for the life of me I don't understand how people don't grasp that. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's it's just again maybe the verbiage, you know. Again, you're talking about you know being being Mexican and all Mexican American. When I grew up, you know, maybe I knew a couple of family members that crossed over using coyotes, you know, and it mm-hmm. was never really something that you thought like, oh, coyotes a bad man, oh, coyotes, you know, this or that. You just mm-hmm. that's the guy that's gonna get you across the border. Mm-hmm. Growing up, you know, when I heard. Uh, Bill Maher mentioned it, and he was kind of making light of it, calling coyotes or whatever. You know, mm. they're, they're human traffickers, man. Yeah. It's human trafficking. That, they're yep. not just assisting you. There's no, I really want to help you because I want you to get to the promised land. They're there because they're, they're going to get funded whether you make it alive or where you make it at all. You know? Yeah, so they, they got your money. They got your money. And I hear coyote and I of a person it's a human tra- human trafficker and he's yeah. gonna get you across and take your your hands are you know and life are in his hands so yeah you know I, I remember growing up we had a guy i forgot his name but you know even if i did i guess i wouldn't say it. i i remember i remember he was well, we were little right i remember he was bringing his wife with through a coyote and I remember him saying, I think at the time it cost like $2,500. 
And I think a lot of people from the church kind of, you know, gave him some money to, to help him do that. And it turns out, like, you know, you wire the money to the coyote or whoever, and then they're supposed to bring your, you know, the person you're trying to bring over here, right? The like pack- you said, everybody knows the situation like that, right? And pretty much from what I remember, as soon as he wired the money, there was no more response after that. So it's like they're just they're, they're taking advantage of people. And and if they do get the money and try to bring these people, then, you know, I, growing up again, I heard of situations where people would pay a coyote and then the coyote like halfway demands more money. Oh, double up. If you don't double up, I'm going to leave this person right in here in the desert. In the desert, right? So, and and that's the thing, right? With with the whole trafficking aspect, it's like you're you're bringing people up here, kids, right? The whole the whole kids in cages thing, you know. If you're if you were so oh, that's not all about that, Daniel. Huh? That's not happening anymore. <laughs> you would think, right? <laughs> you would think it's not happening, but they don't talk about it no more. I and all seen the- AOC in that, you know. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Like, they don't talk about it. Nobody. I, I haven't seen anything in the news. I haven't seen any of those uh, Hispanic, Latin, whatever they want to be called, Latinx. Like in John Leguizamo. Uh, what's the other girl? Uh, Eva Longoria that were so pro-Biden. And it's like, where are you guys now? There's still kids by themselves. In, in you know facilities because yeah. it's not cages right but again it's the terminology they use it, it's they got they got to go in processing centers you can't you cannot leave a kid with a person that just says oh this is I'm the dad I'm the I'm the mom and there's no way to prove that yeah. if if you're allowing that then you're for human trafficking you're you're for child trafficking even even worse yeah. You know, even if they and, make it here, I mean, I remember you telling me a number. How many, how many, how many kids? Something that we lost at the border. You know, hmm. once they got into the United States. Yeah. You know, it's. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I think that's something that um, when we had Art on, he was talking about that too. The amount of kids that just kind of disappear after they're they're released, right? And it's, it's just crazy if we, if we really, truly cared about our, you know, how people want to say our people and all that, it's like, we got to do things where we're not putting innocent people in danger because they're trying to come here. And then it goes to prove, like we've been saying all along, it's like, this country is a, is a great country. People want to come here because whatever country they're coming from, obviously ain't doing it. So that whole group of people that are also open borders and anti-America at the same time. It's like, you gotta, you gotta get it together. You gotta pick one. You can't be both. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you know, again, who's actually dealing with it. It's all those border States, but who's Mm -hmm. the one screaming the loudest, the Colorado, (laughs) you're talking about, (laughs) you know, people that have nothing to do with the border, but they vote a certain way. And they, they think Mm -hmm. more emotionally with their hearts and, Sometimes that could be a good thing, but you know the logistics of things. Who's actually yeah. suffering? Who's is is it becoming? You know, is the violence going up? And a lot of that violence is going up. And when did it start going up? 
when my mm-hmm. boy Alejandro Mallorca jumps in, right? Yeah. Jumps yeah. up right away. Mm-hmm. In these two years, in these two years, who appointed him? 2021. Biden. Exactly. But Joe. Yep. And and it's just like you said, right? That's kind of like California giving reparations for slavery. It's like, yeah. what? What? You know? Yeah. But, you know, it, it's... It's a sad situation. Again, we get why people want to come here, but if we just do it with no control, then then yeah, people are going to suffer, yeah. and and we can see that that that's what's happening. Yeah, and it's and, it, it, it's yeah. gone. You know, it, it's not the same border anymore, right? It's not the same no. immigrants that are coming over. It's from all across the world, and it's you know, say what you say about Mexico. Not not the greatest, you know, not mm-hmm. the best, you know. But whatever's below that, it's gonna be ten times whatever Mexico isn't, right? And that's yeah. where they're coming from. That they're coming from Haiti. They're coming from, and some are looking for better lives. Some are looking to scheme, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's you know, <laughs> and and that's the thing too. It's like you can't you can't say that or you can't think that. You you automatically got to assume everybody coming up. Is just coming up to to work hard and and you know really fight for what they would call the American dream. Yeah. It's like not not everybody's like that. Yeah. You know, we've I'm pretty sure everyone's dealt with somebody that's difficult that always wants the easy the easy way. And right now, you know, especially in California, it's like it's it's never been easier to not want to provide for yourself. You know, we see it every day when, with all the the homelessness out here right. in this state and it's just getting worse and worse. Right. So, you know, I think when and we said this before in previous episodes, but obviously people want to come for a better life. They want to get away from those communist countries, those corrupt governments. But at the end of the day, it's like it's getting to the point where our government is seeming pretty damn corrupt too. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, what, what's, what's the difference? And if they're coming here and they're being manipulated and, and, you know, the, the people that are so liberal about it and, and those Latinos that are so pro Democrat about it, it's they, they just been manipulated to vote for the same things and get zero changes. Right. So, you know, it's just crazy. It's crazy to continue to do that, right? Yeah. It's kind of insane. Yeah, and it is insane. You hear about, you know, how, oh, well, nobody's ever done socialism right, right? And <laughs> socialism and communism are, like, the number one or for, like, deaths all around the world, you know? And mm-hmm. it comes from famine. It comes from, hey, you know, we need your land so we can grow grass, we can grow food on it. And then at the end of the day, you don't get your royalties. You don't get nothing. You don't get, and you gave up your land. Because they mm-hmm. promised you something where everybody was going to be equal, you know? Yeah. And people forget, you know, equal means knapsacks. Equal means a bag of rice a day and beans. And maybe if you're good, if you didn't cross the street or if you're saying good things about Che Guevara, you get a little bit of meat, you know, a little yeah. bit of bacon or something. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, is that what they really want? We want to eat crickets. You know, we want social I mean. socialist medicine where we're sitting in the, you know, yeah, sure, everything is free, but we got to sit in, you know, in the waiting room for three to four hours until we get checked. 
with a broken leg or something, you know? Yeah. But it's, they don't see this. Again, these are the people that do have insurance. These are the people, you know, that do have security. <laughs> Gavin Newsom has security and you always hear, uh, you know, about gun control. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and going back, you know, going back to the the shooter, not you know, the shooter of the uh, in Nashville, she or he, wherever, three guns, right? <laughs> A handgun and two AR styles. Uh, did you see uh, my boy Biden say that uh, handgun and uh, two AKs? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Well, um, <laughs> so you know, two AKs—that's a big, spooky gun, right? You don't even gotta yeah. know much, and you—you you think AK is oh, it's that big banana clip thing, you know? So he says that, you know, again, TV, big platform, CNN, whoever says that, you know, it mm. turns out, you know. That one of those AR-15s was a a Keltec, mm-hmm. and it shoots handgun, you know, like a forty-five okay. or something like that, which yeah, yeah. it's a it's a, a handgun bullet. Um, and the you know the other the other thing the AR that she the shooter had <laughs> that the shooter had the she she had um <laughs> had the uh, the the bump. Oh, okay, it's been the strap. You know, so that's just another law that the ATF passed. passed. Mm-hmm. The the first major shooting and it, the the AR has that. So is it working? Are you overreaching? You know, whatever you're trying to use to regulate us, is it working? No, nah. no. And that's the thing. That's the thing, right? You know, criminals are not gonna follow the law. You know, if you look at these states with strict gun control it's like they're not they're not gonna give their guns up just because you say all right we're we're banning assault rifles or assault weapons whatever you that whatever blanket statement you want to throw over it and you don't even really define what it is but then you say it's a semi-automatic weapon well it's like well so is a handgun so you know they don't even really define it it's like you no criminal is gonna turn in their gun or stop acquiring guns. Yeah, it, it's just not going to happen. But who's going to be the the people that that end up losing there? It's like the law abiding citizens that had all their guns taken away, right? And but again, you know, I don't I don't think it'll ever get to that point because the Second Amendment is there to defend against that kind of stuff, that kind of overreach. Yeah, and and it's just. I don't know. It's like it's weird because it's like they they don't understand it. They don't comprehend that. Yeah, these events that happen, these shootings aren't. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't. As conservatives, as gun owners, it's now we don't. We don't get. We don't get happy. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. You know, to me, it's not even political. To where the first thing I think about is, damn, you know, politics. You know, first thing I think about is like, damn, that person's crazy. I hope they got shot. I hope they got killed because that's what that kind of person deserves. You know, when when someone does that, it's like, yeah, don't don't take them in. This is my opinion. It might sound crazy, but it's like, don't take them in, dude. You know, take them out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't take them in, take them out. And, you know, I, I just think that, you know, politics shouldn't be thrown into these things right but that's the first thing that kind of gets thrown out there immediately you had um 
the White House uh, press secretary, she was saying it was like, oh, if Republicans would only, you know, pass the gun legislation that that it's like, what, what, if they did, what was that going to stop? Was that going to stop this crazy woman from going and doing what she was going to do? No, it wasn't going to stop her. So it's like, don't, don't, you don't, don't go into politics just because it, quote unquote, you think it benefits you, benefits your agenda, policies you want to pass. Yeah. It's like those policies wouldn't have done shit. No, it's, it's, you see them all the time, you know, mm-hmm. people, and it's on both sides. The politicians, they wait till something happens and I can use this. I can use this and then they go ahead and use it and then just more disturbance, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, we're never gonna learn, man. <laughs> it's quite, I don't know, man. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it's just it, it's it's crazy times we're living in, right? And and yeah, everything is so political. And you know, I think the you know one of the goals I think here that we're doing is not so much to be political, but give people a different perspective and. You know, obviously we've told, you know, we've said we're conservative, right? We, we lean conservative. We go down, you know, the line of our values and, and we end up being more conservative than, than liberal. And, but it's like, you know, we don't, we don't want to throw it in your face. We don't want to jam it down your throat. It's like, if we've said before, if, if you do your own research or you, you know, did some follow up and you ended up, you know, still agreeing with that, then you know, it is what it is. You took the time and that's, that's where you landed. Then that's where you landed. But, you know, we should be able to, like we said earlier, to respect each other, right? That same respect that everyone else is demanding. It's like you, they should be able to give it back. And, and and it goes both ways. Otherwise we're just going to continue going down this very divisive uh, path that we're on. Yeah. it, It just, there, there is like if you ask me, like there's no, there's no how could you cut it like remedy in the near future that I could see, right? It gets to the point where I start thinking, yeah, there's no, there's not even a way we can be a country, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can't coexist as a country, and it's kind of crazy because it's like you know it's the United States of America, you know, it's supposed to be a, a superpower, yeah. you know, a, a, a strong nation. Again, the word united is in there. And and it's like, no, we're not. You know? I don't think it's ever been I don't I don't know, maybe it has, but you know, it, it's it's pretty damn divided. And it's crazy because I, I don't I don't see any any resolve to that anytime soon. Yeah. So damn. Well, Open up your we'll Bible. See. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. And then oh, the the other thing I was telling you about kind of before we finish off is the uh they had uh the defense secretary too and they were questioning him. I think that was today. And <laughs> I believe uh was it Jim Banks from from Indiana who was asking uh the Secretary of Defense uh Aust- Lloyd Austin if he had any regrets for the way uh the whole situation in, in Afghanistan played out as far as the, uh, the withdrawal. And to me, you know, 
it's crazy that you know he's he was asked, "Do you have any regrets about the withdrawal?" Uh, and then all he said was, "I support President Biden's decision. I don't have any regrets." That's how. That's that was his response. Not one. Not one. Not two. Not three. I sound like LeBron. Not four. Not five. <laughs> not thirteen. Nothing. No regrets. It's like, you know, it, it's it's crazy because. You know, it caused the life of, 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 you know, American soldiers because, yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't executed correctly. You know, that that watching that whole situation play out from afar. I mean, what you saw in the media and all that, it looked like a like a like a mess. Seeing like, people go into the hydraulic systems thinking that they were going to be okay in these behemoth planes. That or the people that, that yeah, you knew holding the wheels and, you know, they're. I don't know how high in the air, and it's like, oh, well, you, you gotta let go. You know what I mean? And you know they're they're falling out of the sky. It's like it, it was a huge mess. Um, Daniel, then, uh, that's the option. That that's your best option to hug that tire as hard <laughs> as you can, than to stay and stick around. You know? Yeah. The, and the baby, way. Yeah. No, go for it. No, I was just gonna say, just the way the whole with withdrawing from there it is just. If you ever wanted to see incompetency, like that right there would be one of the 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 most the hugest examples you could find. And and I gotta see something. I gotta look it up because I, I saw this the other day, and and you know, so I, I could be wrong. So you know, if you want to fact check, you fact check me later. Reuters. But I <laughs> I saw somewhere that there was a I don't know if he was a Marine or, or I don't know if he was from the Navy, but a soldier, basically, I just say it, an American soldier. And apparently he had, you know, his weapon pointed at the suicide bomber and basically had him ready to go. I don't know. I think he saw that he was a threat or something happened and I think he, you know, it's the military. You have to, I think you have to ask, especially in a country, when you're in a foreign country, you got to ask for, for permission, right? Is that you or me? Uh, me. <laughs> it's technical difficulty. Hey. Hold on, I'll, I'll mute the mic. <laughs> Just give me a thumbs up when, when it's done. Um <laughs> But, but what was I saying? Oh, that he had him in his sights. He he asked for for permission to take the shot. And from what I I, I kind of vaguely remember this is that he he testified. I think he was testifying that they told him not to. They didn't give him the permission. So you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like people in, in especially in this administration, right? The people that have gotten the positions they've gotten. It seems like a lot of them aren't even there based on the quality of their work. They're there because of, you know, identity or, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, this person's black here. Let's get this guy. This guy's gay. Let's put him here. This guy's black. Let's put him here. And, and it's like, 
you know, we're not even, it, it, I, I think I said this before, it's like, they're not even trying to get the best. They're just trying to appease everybody. Damn, you got the dude, I, I don't know what, I forget, but the guy that looks like Matt, bald Matt Damon, out there stealing, <laughs> stealing suitcases, you know? Is he the best? He beat the best? He mm-hmm. And that's the best that we came up with? All right, give him the credit if he's the best. If he's the best, he earned it. (laughs) But at the end of the day, my boy's over there stealing suitcases and heels. So, but I mean, you know, it's like when they, when they, when they chose Kamala, was she the best option? No. And it goes both ways. No. Was Pence the best? Probably not. No, not she definitely (laughs) not the best. Not not to say, you know, but but like you know, the, you got you got Kamala. She was obviously picked for for a racial advantage. He said it. He said it's it. I mean, real. if you want to pull it up, where he goes, my next one won't be. You know, it's it's like, all right, but you are, you yeah. are what you said won't be your vice. You know, yeah, so and 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 they're they're just trying to have the most inclusive administration, and it's like when when. When they had the opening of the Supreme Court, um, what was her name? Jackson. It was Jackson, right? Right. Before they chose her, Biden said it was going to be a woman of color. There was literally like one option. Right. <laughs> like, sorry, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it was <laughs> literally one option. I think, and it's like so. Throw everybody's resume out. Every yeah. Mexican, every Korean, every get them out of here. Yeah, and it's like you know, obviously you know, she, uh, she's she's not stupid, right. you know she, you know she did. I'm sure she did what she had to do to get to that point, but also it's like the reason they gave for why they chose her was also not the <laughs> what you call it the best most <laughs> the best reason right to choose someone. It wasn't like oh this guy this person's super qualified, you know. Let's get her. It's like no, they they limited to literally you because Daniel, who you are what you are. And I wanted to be clear that it's not that we're whatever wherever we land on the political board. We saw it in the debates. We saw how people mm-hmm. ran through Kamala Harris. How Tulsi Gabbard got on her. How uh, what's his name, uh, Bernie? They all got mm-hmm. on her. That was. There's other girls that were there in those debates that he could have picked. Yeah. You know? He <laughs> Tulsi Tulsi come, smoked Kamala. Come I I think she was done after that one. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, was there was there anyone better than Kamala? It's like, yeah. But if you're trying to fit certain race roles and, and you know, pander, then yeah, that's how you end up with Kamala Harris. Yeah. And again, it's like we're not right now as as a country, as an administration, our representation in the government, we're not, you know, we're not picking the best. We're just just picking, you know, partisan hacks, pretty much people that are all about the party. You know, you got what's that that loser that was out here or. um. Who's who's the guy in charge of the DOJ right now? 
uh, Garland, Merrick Garland. They chose him because Obama wanted him as a Supreme Court justice and, you know, he didn't have the votes for it, so he didn't get in. So now you have him as, you know, running the DOJ. And he's being partisan because one of the things he did was when when people were going to the school board meetings, parents were going because of all these crazy COVID lockdowns and rules and all that. And, and you know, parents weren't all about that. He basically labeled him as terrorist. It's like, that's that's partisan. You know what I mean? You got this Mallorca's guy. Like, what's he doing? Nothing. You know, you got this, this Lloyd Austin guy there. What's he doing? Nothing. Has zero regrets about Afghanistan. It's like none of these people, they're, they're not the best of the best. They're not the best that we got. It's just we're filling in a role just to fill it. And we're going to use the most, you know, we're going to go down the identity freaking rainbow and, and pick the guy with the mo or the girl with the most hey, pronouns. And this I guy. think, I think it's just that. I think it's too hard to be, to be the one that's accepted, to be the one that, you know, the, the, the most important of the job, you know, you, you hear how airports are have have too much turnover because of their own doing, right? They they don't have the best air pilots, you know, airplane pilots. That's not something you don't you want to hear. You know, same thing with the bankers. You hear at the FTX or whatever. The nobody's none of the the people that are supposed to regulate are able mm-hmm. to catch the decisions that are leading the banks into dismay, but regular mm-hmm. people are. You know, it's those decisions that that are getting us into this time and time again into more and more trouble. But it's 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 it it becomes easier once you get those low lives in there, the ones that are like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see where I can take this ship, you know, because we don't have the yeah. best anymore. And yeah. It's hard because if you want to be the best, if you're gonna be scrutinized, you're gonna have mm-hmm. to. They're gonna bend your finger this way until you say two plus two is three. Yeah. Yeah. Even though yeah, you know it's four, a huevo, you're going to have to say it's three today. <laughs> two plus exactly. two is three today. And that's the thing. It's like we've lowered the standard on so many things. You know, school standards are so damn low. You know, like you were talking about, I think the to, to be a pilot for, for you know, an airplane, I think the standard got lowered to, to make it into, you know, these colleges that – you know, used to be real tough to get into that, that standard has been lowered and it's all because they want, you know, equality and equity and all this stuff. And it's like, people got to realize, and, and it's kind of what you were talking about earlier with the whole little, you know, we just said a little sack of rice and beans. And if you're good enough, you get some meat. It's like, people got to remember that equality of opportunity is better than equality of outcome because, if I work hard and somebody else doesn't, but we end up in the same spot, like then what's the purpose? Like what's what's why do I have to again then I end up lowering my standards because it's like what's the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? No and that's what that's what communism is. That's what literally that's what they want here. They want everybody to be equal throughout the board, and it just doesn't work that way. And who wants that, Daniel, right? Who's the guy that says, oh, look, Daniel over there has a nice little Ford Explorer. 
But I'm in my bed and I'm not getting doing an ounce of work to try and get to it, you know? That's the person that lazy, it's I want lazy that. people. It's lazy people. It's the it's people lazy and people. again, who who leans to that side, right? You know? Yeah. Of course, that's the easy way. Of course, yeah. you know, you know, with all these banks failing, you know, it you know, it's shown how capitalism isn't, you know, too good. But it's still uh-huh, like way better than communism. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything communism or, or socialism, socialism has to offer. And 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 you know that whole doing all that, all these socialist type of policies and all that, all it's doing is is making the American dollar weaker. Yeah. And as soon as you know the Chinese money ends up being stronger than America's money. We're gonna have some real problems as soon as they start selling oil and yen. That's a that's yeah. a big one. And we got. Here, I don't know if you're hearing about that. How almost, it's almost there. That Africa, some African country said to drop the dollar. You know. Yeah, I think there's. If I'm not mistaken, the last I saw was China, Russia. It's BRICS, uh, Brazil, Iran. Russia. Yep. Uh, I think they were talking. Oh no, they were talking to Iran. Might be next. And then the Saudis might entertain that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, what are we doing? We're making ourselves weaker. And everybody else is making moves to be stronger. We had a, we had an administration that wasn't all about feelings, was just about the country being strong and we were doing good. Whether you, whether people want to admit it or not, what you were paying for, for food, gas and all that was half of what you're paying right now. You know what I mean? That raise you got don't mean shit nowadays because everything is, is double, triple. You know what I mean? I you, you go buy cream cheese, it used to be a dollar. Now it's 4.99. You know what I mean? You can't even buy a bag of Doritos, it used to be 3.49, now it's 5.99. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't care who the hell you are, I don't care how fucking liberal you think you are you know you're paying more and life is the quality of life is worse off right now i don't care how happy you want to fucking pretend to be it, it's it's worse right now okay and you hear about you know people saying oh well you know this is just this is just the cost of living in california this is just clearly not you know there's an exodus of people leaving california going to other places because they can't afford it here mm-hmm. now you know this is this is, you know, unacceptable, man, to where, you know, we can't even buy houses like the way people used to again, right? And have, you know, have our family straight or, you know, have other cars or keep our women at home, you know, whether they mm-hmm. want to or not. You know, that should always, that should, you know. That- I don't know. I think, you know, I think that that's, I think, a whole nother subject, too. It's like, as a man, I think your goal should be to do everything you can so that your wife doesn't have to work and your wife can be home with the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be nice. That's, you know, that should be the goal as a man. But, you know, again, we're in a society where, you know, got a bunch of weak men and soft men, like, you know, again, a whole nother topic, but it, it just, the standards all around have just 
completely dropped. We just we're just allowing kind of the there's no quality in in what we allow, pretty much. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's crazy, but you know the like I said earlier, this whole news cycle, like yeah. it feels like <laughs> hey, we didn't even mention Ukraine. Oh. <laughs> Ukraine, man. You know, and you it's know, just you know. again, it's that vicious cycle, man. Yeah. It, it, tomorrow we'll be talking about how Barney was a racist or something. It, it's it's it, it'll come, it'll come, and it's you know, it's it's always to just reset, reset, reset. Yeah. Same thing. The way we're using people use TikTok. You know, five second video. Next, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Mm-hmm. We're constantly moving. You know, there's nothing to sit down and. <laughs> Breathe in and enjoy everything, you know? dude. Dude, I was listening. I, you know, the last episode we did, we were talking about uh, Prop Eight and how it didn't pass. Well, it didn't pass in California, and then the court, you know, basically put it in place. And now we have gay marriage. So the court basically decided what was best for the people and didn't let the people decide. Hmm. And we were talking about that, right? And then I had remembered how the state supreme court removed the. Uh, uh, a measure from the ballot that would have uh, split the state in three. And <laughs> I was remembering right now, because when I said that, I was like, oh, I, I think it was like 10, 12 years ago. And it was like, <laughs> when I looked it up, it was 2018. I was like, damn, like in my mind, 2018, like what happened then, that's how it felt. It felt <laughs> like it was 10 like I was way off. I thought it was ten and twelve years ago. I was like, no, nah, it was just like five years ago, five six years ago. I was like, damn, I was these these last two years with Biden is, oh my goodness, the pandemic, those two years, the pandemic, and yeah, the pandemic, the the first two years of Biden, these four years, jeez, Louise, man, it's been got me looking like Obama. After his eight, I know. Dude, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna look. Biden's gonna look the same when he's out. I'm gonna look uh, fucking. <laughs> oh my goodness! I came yeah, down here because like, I heard there was ice cream. <laughs> oh, ice cream. <laughs> what? The... What about them good-looking kids? Oh man! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but hey, man, it's it is what it is. Um, we just gotta. You know, do our best to hopefully we don't end up with another, you know, th- the way I look at it, if Biden wins, we got another six years with him. Yeah, dude. And do that. Just send me somebody that's going to help me buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take anybody. We had, him. we had him. Green tea party, anybody, man, just send them my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I guess uh, we'll end it there, but. You know, we'll we'll thank thank you for coming on and filling in for Danny. Um, yeah. You know, we probably will be on the next one. And you guys should start <laughs> doing the pledge of allegiance before shit. They out cry every time. <laughs> right, right, We're gonna have you on to start the show. Oh man, Christine with the uh, pledge of allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sing it like Fergie. And then on you gotta zoom. You gotta zoom into your tears. Uh-huh. Wet ass tears. <laughs> yeah. All right, then, everybody. We'll, we'll catch you on the next one, then. <laughs> Peace.